Welcome to Your Expansive Self Podcast with myself, Tasha Credle. I'm a deep inner healing and self-expansion coach, breathwork and meditation teacher, and a passionate student of life itself. My goal is to share with you all that I can to ultimately help you become and embody your highest self in every aspect of your life. We dive deep into expansive conversations about self-healing, conscious business, relationships, and even ancient practices, fully combining the science with the spiritual. No BS, no filter, sharing from my heart to yours with integrity, love, and wisdom. I am so honored and excited to have you here with me, so let's get started. Hello, my beauties, and welcome back to the show, Your Expansive Self. I'm actually obsessed with this word because it explains so many different types of ways that I guess you can expand yourself, which is, it sounds pretty self-explanatory, but maybe some people are just assuming like, oh, I'm expanding my being, but hey, expanding your consciousness, expanding your way of living, expanding your way of being, expanding your way of healing, expanding your abilities and opportunities in your own life to... I don't know, attract exactly what the fuck you want for yourself, right? Doesn't that sound amazing? So, hello. (laughs) I am in California. So, why am I here? Oh my god, Tash, why are you there? It's COVID, LA is so bad, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I'm aware. I'm fully, 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 fully aware. And one thing that I was sharing on my Instagram last week while I was at the airport because I was receiving so many messages of just like, how could you? And I was like, oh my God, listen, hear me out. And even if you don't, that's fine. It's not up to me. But what I was trying to say is that, you know, I have chosen to live my life in a state that I am not going to conform to the norm, nor am I going to conform to the fear that most people live behind. I'm not just even just talking about COVID. I'm just talking about in general. Like there's a lot of people, I think 90% of people live in fear or programming by society as we call it the matrix. So I chose to live my life, not in that space. So, you know, this whole COVID talk, like it's, there's so many different aspects to it. There's so many different theories to it. I'm not even going to get into it, but my point is, is like, okay, am I going to let this thing, this virus that in my opinion has always been here, it's just coming to the surface now, but it's always been here. So there's always been a risk of all these things all the time. Am I going to live behind the fear of this virus that will literally prevent me from going to see my mom that I haven't seen in almost a year? Or am I going to live by and remind myself that I am not going to live behind fear and take AKA or quote, quote unquote, the chance, because to me, it's not a chance, but anyways, so in quote unquote, the chance of going to California and, you know, not regretting wasting time with my mom. And the answer to me was pretty clear. Like, I'm not going to regret shit. You know, is it worth it for me? Absolutely. And have I made the right decision? Absolutely. And I am here and, you know, it's pretty interesting because the States doesn't require quarantine. So, um, but I've been super careful. And of course, honestly, like all I'm doing here is to live with my mom. I'm spending time with her. We're going for walks. We're, we're doing lots of cooking and talking and catching up. And, 
it's been just so beautiful, to be honest. And I can feel my body literally being so happy to be here. And I'm sleeping well again. And I can just feel like I'm in a deeper state of surrender or in the process of anyways. So yeah, that's a small update for you guys. So today's podcast episode, I have no idea how it's how long it's going to be. I, I'm not fully planning this. You know, usually I'll, I'll, I'll write like um, little bullet forms of what I want to discuss, like little points. But today I was like, nope, this is the day to just go with the flow. So it's just me, my mic, my computer, that's it. And um, I'm really excited to talk about this subject because it's so freaking power the powerful this is this is literally the i'm getting so excited my words won't even come out properly so this is exactly the what i'm talking about when i say combining the science with the spiritual so this is anyways before before i just like go in there and and never stop for how, i don't know how long it's going to take i really wanted to share a quote with you guys from a book that um it's it's been really interesting actually because as i've come back into my mom's place i've left a lot of books behind um a lot so i was going through them and i was like oh my god i forgot about this book i forgot about that book i forgot about this book so i just picked out a book this morning and i was like this is the book i'm going to share a quote with on my podcast and um it's actually Actually called Solve for Happy by Mo Goddard. And this book is actually, I think Mo is a, or used to be a part owner of Google or had started Google or whatever it actually is. But he has a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story behind his life that um, kind of like the chasing the happiness kind of thing. And there's a lot of wisdom to read in this book. And I remember I read this book like... Ooh, five years ago. And it was just such a feel-good book that really tuned into the simplicity of happiness and success. And, you know, where's the line between both? So it's like I said, it's called Solve for Happy, Engineer Your Path to Joy. So he's a chief business officer at Google. That's that's what his title is. So the quote I want to share with you today, it talks a lot about suffering and different ways that we view it. So he's just talking about this analogy of if you had a technology that was called an eraser and you could erase any point in your life that has caused you pain and suffering, would you actually erase that event specifically? So here's the quote. You truly never know for sure. Now please be honest. How many of the worst things that you faced turned out in time to be the best things that ever happened to you? How many made you the person you are today? How many helped you meet someone you loved or taught you something you needed to know? I know that many of those experiences were harsh and some still hurt, but how many were all bad, so bad that you'd be willing to erase them? When you realize that every seemingly bad event nudges you onto the path of many good events, you'll reset your definition of good and bad. The new definitions will help you make amends with the happiness equation. In parentheses, this is what he talks about. So you'll realize that your expectations are sometimes rushed and that life can surprise you by eventually coming around to work in your favor. It so often has in the past. Why would you change it now? 
Every moment of your life is neither all good nor all bad. When you clear your thoughts and see beyond the illusion of knowledge, you will realize that what Shakespeare wisely once said is true. Nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Yum, 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 yum. Like, how good is that? And again, this is a really, I forgot how good this book is. If you're simply starting at the beginning of your journey of understanding more about what awareness is, the ego is, the thought process, being a happy person on a daily basis. And this doesn't mean like, like this is a baby's book. This has a lot of knowledge in it. And It's really interesting because as I look back into this book after five years of reading it, I'm recognizing and more and more so every day as I'm talking about it with, you know, my one-on-one coaching clients or even in the Courageous Path coaching program group, we're talking a lot about different teachers and different ways of hearing things and learning things. And at the end of the day, what's so powerful is that we're all saying the same thing. It's just different words, different language, but it's all coming back to the same thing in energetics, in science, in spirituality, in quantum physics, in in religion. Well, religions, I'm not really sure because that's more of like a culty kind of, in my opinion, anyways. That's a whole other subject. Let's not get into that. Um, I'm trying not to piss off people on my podcast. <laughs> but my point is that there are so many different ways to talk about this stuff. And it's really about finding which teacher resonates with you the most you know the the whatever that the way they're talking about it you know some people absolutely love Eckhart Tolle I cannot stand him like I just cannot bear listening to him I want to fall asleep I'm bored out of my mind I just don't connect with him at all does this make him a bad teacher No, not at all. Some people absolutely love him and think that he is the dude. You know, my dude is not that dude. My dude is Ram Dass or David R. Hawkins or other people that I find correlated to this. But I I find and I make sure that I, I really take the time to only listen and to educate myself with books and knowledge that resonates with me and that I leave that conversation because I really believe that as you listen to a podcast or you know a book or you're reading a book you're part of a conversation that the author or speaker is having and so when I leave that conversation I want to make sure that I'm leaving at a higher consciousness with a higher vibration with a better feeling within myself this feeling of like oh my fuck I feel so good that's what I want and Ultimately, that's really what I want to leave you guys with as well. No matter what you literally put yourself into, like I said, podcast, Instagram, IGTV, whatever, a YouTube video, it's an energy transfer. What I'm, the energy that I'm embodying today, I am giving to you through my voice. And whether that makes you feel good or not, I mean, it's it's really up to you. You have to allow yourself to literally raise your your frequency and your vibration. But all I'm trying to say is that I'm, I can feel myself rambling on here. But all I'm trying to say is that at the end of the day, you should always listen to things that leave you feeling better than the way that you came into it at in the first place. So hopefully crossing fingers, that's what I'm doing for you. Maybe make you laugh a little bit, make you realize a couple of things about life. You know, those are all the good stuff, right? So, okay, let's, 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 let's just get in a little bit deeper about the real subject of today, the real reason why you started listening to this podcast episode. 
So you probably have heard this a couple times, but this is said by a lot of different people and even like teachers, spiritual teachers, self-growth teachers, maybe even not actually, I'm not even sure what they say, but um, self-development, it's it's all different languages and ways of teaching and whatever resonates with you. Even you might have heard your grandma say this or someone in your family, your mom or whatever, um, but we often hear that love heals everything. And I mean, that feels good to listen to it. Like, yeah, I mean, love feels great. Who wouldn't want to feel love? Who wouldn't want to feel that type of emotion? I mean, we cannot survive without love. Like it's actually impossible. So, but what I started to understand is that for me anyways, the way that my brain works, and this is why I'm really passionate about combining the science with the spiritual because, or should I say quantum physics with the spiritual, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if I can understand even better as to how this works, then I will start believing it more. Therefore, I will be able to understand it better and therefore actually implement it more in my, in my life and create a, a very strong belief system around this concept. And the more that I can actually move forward with an extra tool in my pocket. So this is, there is a reason why we say love heals. And there is a process to understand about all of this. So first of all, what is energy? Like, what do you think about when, when somebody tells you everything is energy? Do you go, yes, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. But like, do you actually understand what that means? So here's, here's a simple example, okay? Your body, your body is made of organs and and different things within it and and bones and and ligaments and muscles and there's there's so many different parts of your of your physical body right and so all of this all of this beautiful magnificence is made of cells right and so inside the cell what is the cell made of it's made of atoms and what is inside the atom nothing. It's just pure energy. It's just form. And so actually, it's funny that I think about it now. Ram Das often talks about this. He often says, I'm aware that I'm the formless of the form and the form of the formless, which let that sink in for a second, come back to it if you need to, but it's just a very interesting concept that I'm just putting together in my brain now. So inside this atom, it's just form. It's just energy. It's nothing. So you're made of energy that is within the atom, the atom within the cell, the cells creating your body, creating literally everything around you. So technically, that's how you can now start understanding how energy is literally within everything. Even if something that feels like it's fake or dead, like uh, cement, there is it's still made of form, of, of atoms. It's still made of energy. So it's like, okay, what, what creates and moves this energy into motion? What creates that momentum within ourselves that we're able to move the way that we move and circulate the way that we circulate and what directs the energy within? This is going to get a little bit deep, so bear with me here. And I think I've shared this on the last podcast or one of the other recent podcast episodes. But ultimately, at the end of the day, every bit of energy has a type of frequency, okay? So you can actually measure the energy frequency within every single thing around you, within you, around everything, 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 everything. So 
this means like, just like when they've measured light, like how can you measure light speed? Well, they have done it. I don't know, you know, what it is exactly because that's not part of the episode. But my point is that you can literally measure the energy of everything. Okay. Within wavelengths and they have calibers to them. We call them calibers. So every emotion that we have, emotions also direct energy within the body. So every emotion that we have has a frequency. Every emotion that we have has a way to be measured. So those things, those types of so emotions, whether they're high or low, they're directed into two different categories within consciousness itself. So we call it lower consciousness and higher consciousness. Again, it's not about creating separation per se. It's just about diff- about giving them different categories because we have the lower consciousness that is lower frequency. So it's actually not very vibrant. So it can feel you leaving numb. It can feel you, I can leave you feeling lifeless, um, you know, not like very just in tune and like alive. You know, when you're feeling a lot of like gratitude and joy, you're like so high vibe. Like literally this is what what we mean by high vibration, high frequency is that you are literally embodying an emotion that has a high frequency. So low consciousness frequencies and emotions are things like guilt, shame, fear, depression, apathy, uh, sadness, grief, um, anger. All those emotions have a caliber of the lowest, I think, actually, which is very interesting to me. The, f- the first time I, I heard about this and, and really dove into this, I was like, you've got to be shitting me. But the lowest of energies, of emotions, of caliber is at 20. And it's the emotion of shame, which is incredible because how many people do you know live in shame, shame towards themselves, towards others, their bodies, the way they eat, guilt, whatever. So it's from 20 up to, I believe it's 175, 175 is the low consciousness, emotional caliber frequency that is sitting within us. Always no, but can be part of our being. The thing with these emotions is that they only get worse. They go down. They're, the arrow is literally, it, it pulls the energy down. So let's say, so when you hit a certain emotion that is in a low frequency, again, from the caliber of 20 up to 150, 175, I'll explain why I'm saying 150 or 175 later but when you're in that state it's very hard to go into a higher consciousness so imagine like somebody pisses you off you're angry or you're grieving like somebody just tell you like oh just be happy and you're like are you kidding me right now like you really expect me to just be happy out of nowhere and just ignore what I'm feeling like what the fuck so you literally have to transmute this energy and work your way up the ladder consciously consciously and with awareness high enough so that you can actually get into higher consciousness it's a process it's a practice but being in the lower consciousness is a very vicious vortex unless you are aware enough to get yourself out of it literally amplifying your own frequency, your own energetic system, your own caliber. So higher consciousness is starts with the, the lowest of emotions, which is courage, and it states at 200. So this is why I was just talking about on my Instagram the other day on a post that I said that, you know, lately in the collective, in society, in the world, there's a lot of anger. And anger is actually not a bad 
emotion to have because it's very easy to transmute into pride and pride is very easy to transmute into courage. And once you're encouraged, like I said, now the caliber is in higher consciousness. When you're in higher consciousness, it's very easy to rise up the ladder and go even higher into the calibers that are literally going to lead you into joy, fulfillment, gratitude, compassion, forgiveness, and enlightenment, which is, I think, up to like a thousand, which is crazy. But it's really interesting to see and to learn and to hear about the fact that all these people like Nelson Mandela and Ram Das, like these spiritual teachers has have all been in a frequency of 600 and up. Again, these numbers, as as I'm hoping and that you understood what I'm talking about at the beginning, but the numbers that I'm describing is literally the measurement of the energy that they're embodying. So these spiritual teachers who have embodied or have made such a big loving impact in the world have all had calibers of 600 and up. The other ones that have used fear and dominance to control the world have all been in a caliber of a lower consciousness. So usually fear, anger, resentment, sadness, depression, which again, law of cause and effect, when you're taking an action um, with the intention and a caliber of a certain frequency. So let's say you're taking action coming from anger, which is at a frequency of 100, I believe, or 150, sorry, fear is actually at 100. So 150, if you're taking an action at the caliber of 150, you will receive back that exactly. Law of cause and effect. When you put out, you will get back exactly that. So if you're taking action coming from a place of a higher consciousness, a higher caliber, you're going to receive that back exactly as well. So I know that it feels like I'm deriving away from the actual question of the episode of the podcast, but it's really for you to understand what the fuck I'm talking about, because this is part of the process of understanding what I mean by when love heals. So when you're in a higher consciousness, automatically you are embodying a higher caliber of the frequency, right? Like your number gets higher. You are embodying a higher frequency, right? Are we good? Are we getting this? It's okay. We're on the same page. Cool. So higher consciousness frequencies starts with courage, which is at the low of, or the highest, but the low of 200. From 200, you work your way up all up to a thousand. So a thousand, I think is like, you are basically embodying the frequency of God, which is next level shit. So, um, but like I said, you just work your way up, right? So as you work your way up, there's a certain frequency that starts to heal because this frequency is so big, it's so bright that it actually overpowers any other lower consciousness frequencies that may be within the body. It literally overpowers everything else. Very interesting, when you work your way up this ladder where you have joy and gratitude, compassion, forgiveness, up, 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 acceptance is a massive one, willingness is another one, then you hit love. Love is at a frequency of 500 unconditional love is at a frequency of 540 and they have literally tested it that at 540 when you embody the frequency of 540 at a caliber of 540 your body starts to heal itself because now it's embodying an unconditional love there is no condition to anything there's no good and bad there's no difference there's no duality there's just there's just this embodiment of oneness And when I was talking about even, like I said, like all these spiritual leaders that have left such a great impact onto the world that 
literally left so much love behind. Even in the books, you can feel them. You, you read them and you're like, oh my God, this energy that I feel from this, these words and this writing, it's because of the energy that they had embodied. And they're all at a caliber of 600 and up. 540 is the caliber of unconditional love. And unconditional love heals. And this is what we mean by love heals all is that the frequency of love is so high that it over empowers everything else that is the lower consciousness. It overpowers anger at 150. It overpowers fear and sadness and grief and apathy and depression and shame and guilt because those are lower frequencies. Those frequencies are 20, 30, 40. So you think the number 20 overpowers 540? No, there's no way. There's not a chance in the world. This is literally what happens. This is the measurement of energy itself. This is the calibers that we can embody. So now you're probably thinking, well, fuck, get me in that fucking frequency, right? Like who wouldn't want to be in that place, which is so understandable. And of course, like who wouldn't want to live in that space? But you have to literally work up the ladder of the consciousness levels. So it's like, how do you do that? Well, first of all, First of all, first of all, first of all, the some of the basic things that I really teach my clients of leading a life more of in a higher consciousness on, on a general basis. First of all, you have to realize that every single day when you sleep at night, when you sleep at night, you are in an energy reset. So this is why morning routines are so fucking important because you are able to program which frequency you're going to be in for the rest of the day. You're the creator of your own frequency. Of course, there are traumas in the body. Of course, there are things that have happened the day before that you can feel still sad about and in a state of grieving and whatever. But again, don't forget that it's very easy for the ego to hold on to suffering because it validates its specialness. So it's very easy for it to be like, oh no, just stay sad. You know, you deserve to be sad. You know, all these things happen to me. Of course, you're going to be sad. I'm just going to stay sad. But what if you actually had the power within yourself, this, this, this higher consciousness of recognizing and realizing like, wait a second, I can actually choose which frequency I want to be in today. And if, even if I wouldn't even say like, just be like, okay, I'm going to choose enlightenment. So like, that's not going to happen overnight, but you have to work your way up there. So even if you decide to be encouraged or, or willingness, at least be in this frequency of, I am willing to let go of this fear. I'm willing to let go of this depression and I'm willing to start releasing whatever is holding me down. And I'm willing to start embodying courage. I'm willing to start embodying joy. I'm willing to start embodying happiness Willingness has a very high frequency. When you're willing, you're automatically going to be able to accept a lot faster. And when you're able to accept, you're creating now space to embody a higher consciousness frequency. So it's very interesting to look into it all when you start to understand the frequencies of the emotions within you. But all you have to do is have the awareness of where you're at and choose again and don't attach yourself too much to these emotions like don't get into this rut of oh my god I'm in shame I'm at a caliber of 20 I'm so low I'm such in a low frequency oh my god no the more you give it power like that the more it's literally gonna grow and sit within you even longer because you're attached to it now you're giving it literally power so 
if you're able to just be aware, have the awareness of just understanding, oh shit, I'm, I'm feeling this, this emotion. I am not the emotion, but I'm feeling the emotion. Hello, mother. How's it going, mother? What's your frequency at, mom? What do you think today? What's the emotion that you're bodying today? Oh, ma'am is saying that she's around 600, which I literally had just said that all spiritual teachers are at 600 and up. Yeah, so for me, 600 is low. What? Well, it's because I know I'm not at my best. So maybe you're not at 600. Maybe you think you're at 600 because 600 is literally when you're in the full state of you're way past unconditional love. You're literally in full oneness with everything. That's the caliber of, are you? Okay. (laughs) I hope you heard her talk very slightly there. But anyways, mom, I'm recording a podcast. invited okay (laughs) so what I was talking about is just in general as long as you have the awareness of understanding the frequencies of the different emotions that it's very easy to embody and to get yourself into and again understanding the ego's job that can very easily pull you back down and other things that we you know react about in life and environments and situations and people and confrontations and etc 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 like it's very easy to get so caught up in the drama of whatever you're experiencing so if you can have the awareness to complete to completely detach away from whatever you're experiencing if you can just allow yourself to experience what you need to experience to let the emotion just literally be within you and to just flow in and out just without restricting yourself or giving it power that's when you're able to just sit back and just notice the show you're not attached to it. You're just letting it happen. It's part of the human experience. Like that's the thing is no matter what, all these, these people that you look up to, these people that you find so inspirational, even with me, like my own teachers, they all explain at the end of the day, like, Hey dude, still human, still here doing my thing. And no matter what, it's always going to be a practice of how much can you experience that and bounce back as fast as you can into higher consciousness without attaching yourself to what you are or are not. So I hope so far that this makes sense. I know it can be kind of hard to understand at first. So I'm really, I was trying to explain it with different words in a different way. Um, Maybe I sounded all over the place. I'm really unsure. I'm hoping this all made sense so far because like I said, I wasn't taking notes. I'm just sharing what I know for a fact. Um, But hopefully this gets you to understand a little bit more as to, you know, why you feel so low when you're in a state of like sadness and grief and why it's so hard where it feels so hard to get out of it because ultimately what the frequency will do is literally keep pulling you down lower and lower and lower until you're in complete shame of just like oh shit I'm here again fuck but at the end of it if you can have the enough awareness enough awareness to actually understand like oh this is what's happening like oh this is what triggered the emotion oh gotcha well let's shake it out you know let's go and meditate let's try to bring up the 
levels of consciousness into a higher frequency. So even if you Google levels of consciousness by David R. Hawkins, you will see that there is a table of all these different emotions um, that literally have different calibers and different numbers associated to them. So we spoke about this in two different episodes so far, actually, within business and within the world itself. And they were both with my friend Jeremy. Um, One of them is called Truth Bomb. It's like we just posted this, I mean, maybe three episodes ago. Truth bomb, truth bomb, and then there's also becoming the aligned entrepreneur. So both of those episodes really talk about the levels of consciousness in different aspects of life. But it's such a subject that I talk about so often that this is going to be a part of my podcast episodes moving forward. Levels of consciousness. We're going to talk about a different subject on how to get out of it or into it or heal from it or recover from it or whatever because they play a part in everything. You know, part of my journey the last couple of weeks has been. My work is starting to shift so fast and so deep, like really, 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 really expanded. And I was just like, okay, so I'm feeling super called to teach more, teach, teach, teach. And I keep getting the message, teach more, teach more, teach more. Because there's there's a lot that people, you know, need to know about. Do you hear this airplane? Confirmation. Confirmation. So I'm going to teach more. And the things that I know for a fact that I know are truth, because I think it's, we're in a time right now where there's so many things happening that you're like, okay, what the fuck is truth? Like, what do I even, what is true? Like, I don't know what's true anymore. I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, I'm exactly in that space. But hey, I always result back, no matter what, to all things that I know for sure are true. Energy doesn't lie, love doesn't lie awareness never lies and stillness never lies ever 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 so I want to teach more about levels of consciousness because it is a type of energy frequency that I can teach that can actually make sense to I think 90% of people if they have the language to actually understand what I'm talking about because that's another thing is that if you know people aren't expanded enough if they're in a level of apathy and they hear all this they probably won't understand like their brain will not comprehend what they're actually listening to so this can actually be a good sign for you if you're understanding and if you're even listening even if you're attracted to this episode if you press play if you're here now listening to my words you are in a higher consciousness yay i'm celebrating you it's worth celebrating for 100 percent a thousand percent. And so even right now, as you're, as you're listening to this, even if you were a little bit confused, how do you feel? How, do, how does your body feel? Like, just take a moment to just, <sighs> feeling good, feeling good. Is that how you feel right now? Even if you didn't fully understand? Like I said, if you're frustrated that you didn't fully understand what I was talking about, hey, totally cool. Don't attach yourself to it. It's fine. And if you actually understood what I was talking about and if it was part of your language and your ability to just comprehend what I was trying to explain, then amazing, great, on both ends, there's no good or bad. Going back to the quote that I first said at the beginning of the episode, there's no difference between good or bad. You still get to choose your own happiness no matter what. No matter what. And wherever you're at in your journey is exactly where you need to be. And whatever you are experiencing within this lifetime right here, right now, it's all working out for you perfectly. Even if you can't see it, doesn't matter. Look at energy. You can't actually see it, but it's always there. It's always around us 24-7.
So I hope, like I said, that this episode was not too much, but just enough to at least understand a little bit as to what we mean by love heals. And I'm going to talk more about this um, in different ways. I'm not going to share fully yet as to what I have planned and different projects that I have in mind for just teaching more and just to be able to share this knowledge to others in an easier, more understandable way and a lighter way because as you guys may may or may not have noticed by now, I am very, I don't know, I like to make things light. Because I think we take a lot of things very, very seriously. And part of my personality is laughter, is is it's freedom. It's it's to me, it's laughter heals because laughter is such a good way to just literally transmute the energy into something greater than myself. Like it literally laughter brings me from lower consciousness into higher consciousness in a split second. Like yesterday, for example, my mom and I, oh my god, what a joke. What a joke. We literally got into an argument that was so hilarious because we're fighting. We're fighting about something dumb and we're both coaches. So it can go two ways. It could either be very factual, very straightforward, very easy. And it's it's good. It's done in like 2.5 seconds. We talk about the facts. It is what it is, blah, blah, blah. We're understanding. Okay, next. And then there's this whole other side that can happen that can be literally like, you're just projecting your shit onto me. And no, don't you just see that we're just mirrors of each other? How could you not see that? Right now, you're just embodying a lower consciousness level. You just need to be at a higher consciousness level. You're just getting triggered. And it was a mess. But it was really funny because afterwards, I'm like stomping upstairs and I'm like, God, she's so unconscious. (laughs) And literally five minutes after she texts me, she's like, I'm outside in the car. Do you want to go grocery shopping? And I'm like, sure and I get inside the car and I'm like can we just laugh it off and she goes yeah sure ha 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 like all fake and it literally both triggered us to laugh so hard and just like what the fuck are we even talking about this makes no sense and we just moved on that's it boom it was it and we just laughed the whole night afterwards just like oh my god two coaches arguing is literally the funniest thing ever it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and so wherever you're at my whole point of that story is whatever you're at, whatever you're experiencing or not experiencing, using laughter is such an easy, light way of just fucking letting it go. What are you holding on to? Is there even a point? No. So fuck it. Let it go. Laugh it off. And even if you need to fake laugh to actually laugh, laugh, then do it. Who gives a shit? So... I'm really excited to share more information and knowledge with you guys moving forward about energies and the truths of the universe itself, because that's really what I think it is, and different ways that you can go about it and utilize it in your life so that you can start really learning and embodying a higher frequency, a higher consciousness moving forward in every aspect of your life. That's all it is. Wanted to thank you guys so much for being with me here today and allowing your mind to be open, your hearts to be open, to hear me out, to listen to this episode in a state that helps you let go a little bit more and just expand your own consciousness. So I'm wishing you guys a beautiful, beautiful, lively, radiant, loving, forgiving, compassionate, joyous rest of your day or afternoon or evening or morning or whatever 
If you're in a different dimension listening to this, then that's great. All is great. All is fine. All is well. Anywho, giving you guys the reminder that if you really resonate with this episode today, to just share it on your Instagram, your Facebook, with a friend, a family member, your partner, whatever it is that really resonates with you. And if you've been enjoying, wow, can't talk. If you have been enjoying these episodes in general, then definitely now you can leave me a review, a written review on iTunes. And if you take a screenshot of that and send it to my email at natasha.m credl k-r-e-d-l at gmail.com i will also post the email um, in the show notes so all the details will be there but if you send me a screenshot of your written review i will send you back a free guided meditation for you and it's called infinite body awareness it's about 20 minutes long it's freaking beautiful so again my loves thank you so much for being here i appreciate you i see you i hear you i love you i'm wishing you guys a beautiful day and i will see you on the next episode